Welcome to the Benwood Johnson Podcast. You can visit Dr. Johnson's blog at benwoodpost.com. Dr. Johnson's works can be found at drbenwoodjohnson.com. You can also support Dr. Johnson on Patreon, the link to which is in the description. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Benwood Johnson Podcast. Uh, today is June 11th, 2018. Uh, this is our fourth installment. Uh, we are still debating uh, the origin, if you want, the essence of technology. Uh, now, let me give you a fair warning. Um, some of the things that I am going to discuss in this particular segment might sound peculiar to some people. It might even sound unorthodox to others. Uh, it is because I, as a philosopher, have a peculiar way of looking at the world. Um, so some of the things that I will be debating in the next few minutes might come across as outrageous or, or unheard of. Uh, to be fair, though, I have combed the literature and I have not really found uh, ideas that somewhat resemble what I discuss in my uh, in my uh, in my philosophy. So another fair warning is that these recordings are dated at least ten years. I have recorded these these monologues for a long time, and it's only recently I have decided to publish them. So this particular podcast discusses how society is a, is a hindrance. Uh, society hampers, limits uh, progress in a way that uh, the man is not only the slave of the environment, but he is limited both in his body and in his mind. And because of that, he is not able to come up with technologies. With, he's not able to look at the tools, to evaluate the tools, to create technologies which would allow him to survive beyond chance. Uh, and I think it is an important uh, uh, topic. It is an important subject of discussion because so many times you hear people talking about hunger, pain, misery in the world. Yet it is very rare to hear folks talking about the origins of the pain, the origins of the misery that seem to plague our world. Why is there so much pain in the world? And when you look at it, you realize that it is the way society is structured that allows such things to happen. So certain people are deprived of their capacities to be, while others are enhanced in a way because society gives them that, that opportunity. Uh, I come from a very humble, if not a very poor background. I come from a poor country. I witnessed misery my whole life. When I left my country and, I, and I've seen the staggering wealth displayed all over the place, yet in those same countries there's a lot of poverty. So, And I was quite baffled by the fact that in my country where most people are poor there, it was somewhat acceptable to be poor. But here there is wealth all over the place and there's still poverty. I couldn't understand why is there poverty in, in places like that when it, it is supposed to be uh, not like that? 
So these monologues were recorded within that context. I, as an observer, as a philosopher, I'm trying to reconcile the reality of the new world, that is the world that I am experimenting, and the world I used to experiment and try to understand why is there still misery. Because when I was growing up, I thought it was okay to be poor if you uh, were brought up in a poor environment. But when I moved to a much more uh, wealthier environment, and I realize there's still poverty and I cannot understand it. And I realize that, that the man is sort of restricted. It is this restriction, it's this control that inhibits uh, the man that prevents him from being what his nature intended him to be in the, in the first place. So this is to tell you, within the next few minutes, I will be discussing this aspect of technology. Uh, so please bear with me, uh, be patient, and if you have a different opinion, please do not minimize my views, because it is possible that you might have a different take, you might have a different way of looking at the world. Um, take that into account. I am looking at the world from a very different prism, from a very different perspective you can either take it or leave it but destroying it that's not an option so with all that said let's get right into it this prison where every man is trapped trapped in a prison they cannot break free from because the conditions to break free from society does not exist there are no conditions to break free from society imagine we as human civilizations okay Imagine that we created a parcel of land and that parcel of land we designated this land as to be nature okay this land here it is nature okay now of course that would make sense if nature or at least if society was structured in a coherent manner because society is not structured in a coherent manner. And that's where the ambiguities arise. Because society presumes to be something away from nature. Yet, society has to have a land to rest upon. In other words, there can be no society in the air. There can be no society in, the, in space. We need a geographic location. And the geographic location is an element that is important. For the being to exist. Nevertheless, society takes that geographic location. So that geographic location becomes the location for society. But society is an invented notion of being. Society is an artificial notion of being. Society is created out of an ideal. Nature does not have such a thing. If you see two, three, four, five trees together, they are independent upon each other. They all receive the rain individually. When the rains fall, every single tree gets to deal with the rain individually. No 
of the trees go uh, to the rescue of this tree because it's raining and he cannot handle it. And if this tree is going to perish, it's going to perish because he simply cannot survive nature. Nature gives him the tool to survive. And if he cannot develop the technology to survive, that's his problem. Okay? Nature doesn't have anything to do with it. And the other trees don't have anything to do with it either. But the capacity of the tree to survive is not incumbent upon other trees. But in society, this is different. Because you see, society, a tree would be dependent upon the person who planted so the geographic location that is important for the being to exist is suddenly hijacked, controlled by ideals. But that control cannot be totally um, take effect because it is a geographic location. And society did not create that geographic location. Society is using something that is not his to pursue, for instance, goals that are elusive so in a sense in society people are codependent in nature people are individual within the context of their individuality but they are dependent within the context of their survival in other words a tree may depend on the rain to survive but the tree will never depend on another tree to survive. Okay? A tree will never depend on another tree to survive. A tree will depend on the rain to survive. But a tree will never depend on another tree to survive. Because the tree is a unique element in nature. The tree is unique in nature. The similarities that the trees enjoy in nature is a, is a similarity of species. In other words, trees are the same, but every tree is different in nature, within its relationship with nature. Unique. And the same is true for human beings. We are similar as a species, but every human being has a different relationship with its nature. Every single individual has a different relationship in nature. Or with nature. So in that sense, we cannot speak of, of society. In that sense, we cannot speak of codependence in nature. The codependence that exists in society, it's an illusion. It's an illusion. It's not for real. Now since in reality, human beings depend on each other, and society has rules structure that limit the capabilities of every human being every human being is reduced to follow norms and standards that are incompatible with who the, what their nature is with their nature within individuals are incompatible with their nature within and since individuals are incompatible with individuals in society are incompatible with with, with with their nature within they are in eternal conflicts with other elements of society they are in conflicts with each other they are in conflicts with 
everything else in nature. They're in conflict with the trees. They're in conflict with everything else. Because deep inside they know they have to survive. But they cannot survive because the rules of society have limited their survival. Okay. So technology was supposed to be the means for subsistence. But that technology has been restricted. That technology or that capacity to develop technology has been oppressed by society. And society relies upon a few technologies. Technologies that are that have been acknowledged. Technologies that have been modernized, accepted as standards. And anything that is made in society, created within the context of society, will not and cannot advance the need of nature in itself. Thereby, humanity as a species cannot benefit from those technologies because those technologies are restrictive. Those technologies are based on certain ideals of what the world ought to be. They are certainly true within the context of the people or of the person who created that technology. That's probably how his world ought to be. This technology is probably true for how her world has to be. But it is not going to be true for how my world is to be. So what your world has to be. And since I am part of society, since I live in society, my world has to adapt to your world. Otherwise... My extension is guaranteed. Okay? I would not have been extinct if I were allowed to live according to the rules of my nature. And if I were to be extinct as per the rule of my nature, it would have been my nature. It would have been natural or naturel for me to be extinct at that point. The reason I'm extinct, it is not because I am extinct. It's because I cannot adapt to your rules. I cannot adapt to your technologies. Because your technologies were not created for my progress. Your technologies were not created for my individual advancements. They were created for you. For you, your goals. Are not necessarily my goal because my goal is supposed to be. I am supposed to be just to be. I'm not supposed to be because I want to be. I am supposed to be because that's what I am supposed to be. I am supposed to be in nature so that nature can be. Me being in nature has nothing to do with me being special. Me being in nature has nothing to do with me being beautiful, smart. I am just supposed to be. I'm not here because I'm smarter than you. I'm here because I am supposed to be. My my existence is, is important for the existence of nature. I contribute to nature every day. I breathe. I eat. I am an important element in nature. But society, I am as irrelevant as can be. In society, I do not exist. 
In society, nobody knows I'm here. But in nature, nature knows I'm here. Every day I am greeted by, by oxygen provided by nature. Every day I am greeted by it. So nature knows I'm here. It embraces me. It gives me everything I need to be. And the more I am, the more nature is. As long as I am, then nature is going to be. My existence in nature is important. My existence in society is not. In fact, my death in society is something that is normal. So when I die in society, I die. In nature, when I die, I make the day for the vulture. I make the day for the seed, for the earth to grow. Or the trees. Everybody feast on my death in nature. So when I die in nature, my death is greeted as, as the best thing that happened to nature. My nature is happy when I'm gone, when I'm physically dead. Because I will contribute to the life of many things in nature. My death in society is a different story. Society does not even know that I exist. And if I were to die, I would not even be a footnote in the history of humankind. Who am I in society?